The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. This episode is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from TweakedAudio.com. Just enter the discount code CAFCOMICS, that's all one word at the checkout. You'll get 33% off your entire order, free worldwide shipping, and a limited lifetime warranty on everything you buy. That's TweakedAudio.com. And now... It's time for Caffeinated Comics, a lively discussion and debate on comics, film, television, and collectibles, all fueled by the magic of Frappuccinos. And now, here's your hosts, John and Steven. Thank you, it's Caffeinated Comics. I'm your host, John Clark. With me, as mostly always, is my co-host, Stephen Brown. And Onor Reardon is here again. Hello. For the first time since Red Dead Redemption, and Danny Romero is here again. Hey, guys. Since the first time since... When was the last time you were here? It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Venom, I think, was the last thing we did. Oh, yeah. That was a bad note to end on. Which one was that? Venom. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew it was another movie. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. That was at the end of last year. Wait, you liked Venom, John? No. Wait. Oh, I oh. was like, I don't yeah, it sounded, saying that. It sounded yeah. like you said you liked Venom. No. We were all about to get into a thing it about it. <laughs> I yeah. did see it a second time. Oh, well, you have children. Yeah, well, um, both my wife and my son were like, I didn't see it. How is it? And then it was 10 bucks on iTunes. I'm like, that's ah, worth 10 bucks to show <laughs> how bad it is. And you know what? And I know me. In yeah. three years, I'm going to be like, why don't I have Venom? How bad was that? And then <laughs> right. I'm going to watch it. I was like, pretty bad. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to do that with Aquaman. Oh, Danny, Danny, tell him. Tell him what you told me about Venom. Ah, uh, yes. I just saw an article this morning. Tom Hardy is signed on for a trilogy of Venom movies. Of course. Because Wait, why not? Trilogy in with no Spider-Man to? in them. Uh, no, no, no. Trilogy in total. Mm. I, I hope. Okay. I think. Okay. <laughs> as far as I understand, it's like they decided, well, let's not just see how the second one does. We're just going to pump through. Well, maybe they're just you know? like, well, if the first one was a terrible movie, which objectively it is, and they were like, and they made a bunch of money, let's just make two more. Yeah. What do you think Sony's kicking themselves for giving Spider-Man back to Marvel because now they've had two hits without Marvel? No, but they've had two hits without Spider-Man. Right, but... Two Spider-Man hits. Wait, what's the other hit that they had? The, into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. It's, not, a, oh, it's yeah. not an MCU movie. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't know yeah, that they yeah, necessarily yeah. care considering they're working on Morbius right now. Yeah, and Homecoming. And, and they make they money. They make money from Homecoming. Right, and, and, and they don't have to... Uh, I, I, we don't know, but like they don't pay to make that movie, do they? They just collect a check from Marvel? Yeah, they just get... Uh, I probably no, just well, I th- no, I think they pay to make that movie. I think Marvel takes some of the costs and they take some of the profit. Yeah. And then... And then they don't make money from things like Avengers. Right. Like Sony. It's so not, if Spider-Man's in Avengers, but they don't get a cut from it? Yeah, I don't think Sony gets anything from that because it's still Marvel's character. They don't write him a Spider-Man check? No. Thanks but for I, letting us use our character, no, assholes. But, <laughs> but I believe Sony writes Kevin Feige a big check for like Far From Home. Yeah. And they're also not allowed to make a live-action Spider-Man movie without Marvel's yeah. express yeah. permission. Which is why Venom has no Spider-Man in it. Morbius with Jared Leto will have no Spider-Man in it, and yeah. Into the Spider-Verse has a Peter Parker, but it's animated. Yeah. It's kind of a way around that contract. If a live-action Peter Parker is Tom Holland, and Tom Holland is in the MCU. Yeah. I mean, they really, in even in Into the Spider-Verse, they really only reference, like, uh, previous Sony Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies. stuff. Yeah. Which disappointed me. I thought there should have been, like... <laughs> They could have gotten. They could have been like, "Hey, Andrew Garfield, what are you doing today? Let's yeah. shoot literally your face and yeah. show it." Well, you or know, like, the, you know, Tobey Maguire. You, you know, they asked through. Tobey Maguire to be Dad Bod Peter B. Parker. <gasps> oh, but and he turned it down. Do it was oh. supposed to be the Raimi Peter. It was supposed to be like the Spider-Man Five of Man, that, of that. Yeah, what was he thinking? Jake Johnson. I have not heard he's a good perfect, person though. I don't. I, I actually really like. I that like guy. Jake yeah. Johnson, but his raspy voice. I it it doesn't feel like peter to me and that's probably uh, just my personal yeah i think it's, it's like i like that for an older kind of like uh spider-man you know what i mean kind of like oh, i'm in my like mid to late 30s i'm i'm i'm, I'm losing my voice from quipping <laughs> yeah. yeah it's been rough who you know was, who was on. the regular spider-man that died it was oh it's chris pine Yes. Yeah, Chris Pine yeah. played him. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was a nice little cameo. Yeah, Chris Pine is having a nice career, especially now that there's no more Star Trek. Yeah, but I think Wait, Star there's Trek, no more? They're done? I well, think Star they, Trek did good for the him. The last... Though, didn't it? It did. The, not the third one. That first one. And the third one was he's good. So the third good one was like the best one. of but all it, of them. It didn't yeah. make money. The third one, yeah. Uh, um, but 
last I heard, they were going to make the fourth one was going to be them going back in time to save his dad because it's Chris Helmsworth. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to pay Chris Pine and Chris Helmsworth based on what Spider-Man 3 made. I'm sorry, Star Trek 3 made. Oh. So they just canceled it. Yeah. And now, but, but you know, the CBS streaming app is launching show after show after show. Right. So, yeah, Discovery's doing pretty well. So, I mean. Discovery's doing pretty well. Granted, yeah. now with the CBS library Paramount thing, they're two separate companies. So Paramount could be like, hey, we're not doing anything with Star Trek and CBS is. Hmm. But in terms of overall Star Trek, we're okay. Yeah, yeah. But we're not talking about any of that this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Wow. That's a lot of S's. Yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. Star Trek. Intro. And now Shazam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shazam yeah. Shazam is out. Uh, Owen and I saw it together a couple weeks ago during C2E2. They had preview weeks. And Danny, you saw it that weekend. I went to the early screening. Yeah. yeah. And then, Stephen, you saw it this weekend. Yeah. So um, this is a movie that has had, I think, I would say pretty low expectations. For me personally, going into it, I had nothing. Yeah, I was like, I don't care about Shazam. He's not one of my favorite characters. I didn't know what the trailer was trying to do. I didn't really care about the guy who played Chuck. I was like, yeah, he was one of the Warriors three in the Thor movies. Where oh the yeah, three he's Fandral. Not in the first one though. He was like, he replaced the original Fandral. Yeah, he's in two and three, and they don't do anything. Like Wait, he, he was in Thor. Yeah, he's one of the Warriors three. He's like wearing a blonde wig and a goatee. Man. Hmm. Yeah, he's, he's there, got do stuff. they not have like a bajillion actors right. to pull from? <laughs> that it's like these it's guys like, are like crossing over into well, each other's universes. The guy who played the wizard Shazam was uh, Jimon. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah I'm not going to attempt to pronounce. He was his in name. Captain Marvel. Who yeah, was he, he was in, in Captain and, Marvel. Korath. Uh, yeah, he's in. Guardians. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that was mm-hmm. Korath the Pursuer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know what that ridiculous wig they put on him. I feel like they've kind I think of wasted him in Marvel. I th- you know, when Chris Evans became Captain America, it was hard to accept. I made fun of Steven for a year because it was like, Josh Brolin can't be Thanos and Cable. I'm like, yeah. one is CG. No, I had a very hard time with that. Once Mike- and then he, he killed both of those roles. Yep. He was so yeah. good as Cable, too. Once Michael Keaton became the Vulture, I'm like, everybody can be whoever they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no difference. But, uh, but I went into this movie mostly because... I figured we'd have to cover it for the podcast. It's a big superhero movie. Owen asked me, and I'm like, yeah, I'll go hang out with you on a Saturday night. Yeah, and we had a great time. Yeah. And I was uh, mildly jazzed, I guess, for this movie. I don't know. Yeah, I I had read some Shazam. I love that. Man, I can't even think who wrote it, but it's the Superman Shazam book. It's gorgeous. It's got these awesome covers. Yeah, it's only Joshua Jerry Middleton did the art, I think. It wasn't Jerry Ordway's because it was like pretty recent. Jerry Ordway yeah, did it in the 90s. It's Joshua oh, Middleton. Oh, first it thunder. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah. Shazam first. Superman Shazam it's first It's an thunder. origin story. There's, uh, was actually, that the new 52? The Jeff Johnson? No, no, it's, no. it's, it's like maybe a like a like couple two, years, three before years before that. that. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. It's like Shazam's origin and then like Superman goes and confronts the wizard and he's like, why did you do this to a kid? Yeah, He's like, oh, you can't put this responsibility on the shoulders of like a kid. And then like, there's a lot of cool scenes with like Clark Kent and Billy Batson. Yeah, that's yeah. a great. Lots of really touches. And Shazam, yeah, is like, it had a lot of heart. Shazam is one of those characters where the core stuff is so goofy, and it, it, it leans into comic strip mm-hmm. and like funny talking animals. There's actually a talking tiger in the original CC Beck stuff. That it's been every time it's rebooted, it's really different. So, yeah, I mean, it, there, look at there's Mister Mind. In yeah, the movie as man. well. Wow. It's yeah. pretty great. Wow. I was like. <laughs> I was very surprised that uh, they well, did that. Well, they show him in the beginning as an that's, Easter egg. That's, that's what, what I thought. And then he's the post credits. That's what I thought that was it, it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Mr. Mind. What an insane thing. Yeah. And then at the end, my I, my jaw dropped. It was insane that they have a talking caterpillar from space with like a voice box. Yeah. And guess who, what? It totally works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, awesome. I'm, I'm signing up for it. So I'm mm-hmm. cool. I'm I'm with it. Yeah, I think overall, uh, I was really surprised by how much I was enjoying this movie. I mean, we have been talking, I feel like the theme of this show for many years has been that DC has lost the thread. can't get their shit together. We started this podcast after Dark Knight Rises, which is a movie I like a lot. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I feel like that was the last great DC movie. Yeah. And then ever since then, it's been this mishmash. And I feel like now with Shazam... They've evened the odds a little more where my my opinion of DC movies isn't is no longer bad. It is now inconsistent. Yeah, we've had <laughs> every movie that comes out, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I might really like this. I think with DC, you just don't know what you're gonna get. Cause I liked 
Suicide Squad, and I'll say I only saw the movie this once in the Watch theater. Watch it again. Right. I now, liked it. I was okay with it the first time, and then the second I'm sure, time I could not finish I'm it. I'm sure. But I think, like, uh, Wonder Woman was good. Aquaman was like, I liked it. I know a lot of people. It's like, it was fun. It was ridiculous. And then Shazam's fun. It's like, yeah, just be fun. They're not great, yeah. but they're just, fun. Yeah. That's but all Shazam, I need. Shazam is fun and has a clear story. It's one of the clearest stories DC's done in a while, mm-hmm. where it wasn't just like, Aquaman is, let's jump to this set piece. Let's jump to this set piece. Let's jump to this set piece. We're in the middle of Aquaman, and I talked about it on this podcast. I was like, Wait, can he travel the world in an hour? (laughs) Um, Where Shazam was very focused. And Shazam is one of those characters. It's been rebooted so heavily uh, just in the last couple of days preparing for this. I haven't read a lot of Shazam. Like, my knowledge of Shazam is when he's in the Justice League. Like, he was in Justice League International for a while. There is maybe the best episode of Justice League Unlimited uh, Clash, where he fights Superman. Yeah. So he's a character I know, but I don't have a lot of lore to pull from. So I read the the Jeff Smith uh, four-issue series against Monster Man, which is gorgeous. It was like the first thing he did after Bone. Mm-hmm. And then I read the Jerry Ordway painted graphic novel. The Power of Shazam. Power of Shazam, yeah. which was, and it was completely different. I read a little bit of- uh, That was what, 90s? 94. 90s? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that was a period piece. So it was like Shazam was set in the 30s. And I was like, oh, I guess he's not in the DC Universe at this point. And he wasn't really – he wasn't in the Justice League then. Well, because didn't he start – he started apart from DC for Fawcett Comics? Fawcett Comics, yeah. yeah. Which is why his city is called Fawcett City. Also well, – In DC. Yeah, in, 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 the, in the movie. Or yeah. in real life, just Philadelphia. It yeah. It was Fawcett <laughs> yeah. City and it was – I wasn't at C.C. Beck High School. It was like the uh, – uh, I think okay, the okay, high okay, school right, was called sense. Fawcett – High, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a little nod. Yeah, there were there were little nods to it. I tried to explain um the legal nonsense with like Captain Marvel, Shazam and all this stuff to like my parents. And my yeah. dad was like I think it was like the first time he realized like I have a well of knowledge that's unhealthy. <laughs> and he was like it's just like this look on his face at lunch. He's like how do you know all this stuff? I'm like, I watch a lot of documentaries. Just go back about to your sandwich. It. Just, yeah. yep. The only reason that Shazam exists in the DC universe was because DC couldn't sue Fawcett out of existence. They considered Shazam, Captain Marvel, which of course they can't call it Captain Marvel because there's a fucking Marvel movie called Captain Marvel out right now. But they haven't called him Captain Marvel. They haven't had a Captain Marvel book for years, they, right? They can't it's legally call Shazam. the title. Cap- yeah. DC can't legally publish a comic called Captain Marvel because Marvel won a lawsuit back in the 60s. So Marvel can publish Captain Marvel, which is why... Which is why they created Captain Marvel. Why they created him, and then when they killed him, Monica Rambeau was Captain Marvel, and then they changed her, and then they introduced uh, Photon, and then they changed... Or not Photon. Um, Binary? Jane Genisvel, Captain Marvel's oh, son, right. and they had all these Captain Marvel miniseries. It's like Marvel has to keep consistently publishing a Captain Marvel book to hold the copyright. So DC That's the- doesn't... That's the funniest part of all this. Yes. Is that there is a character that now is... One of the biggest superheroes in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And that is that is a female version of a character meant to hold a copyright. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's it's, the, Captain Marvel is the victim of so many lawsuits. Because yeah. DC considered him to be Too a copyright infringement on Superman. Superman. So, they so they sued. They sued and they sued and they sued and they didn't win and they ended up buying Fawcett. That's ridiculous. His cape is way smaller and he's got a different shape on his chest. <laughs> totally different. Yeah, totally that's different. That's about it. That, that is the argument Vanilla Ice used against Queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a totally it's, different song. This song goes yeah. dun 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 dun. Yeah. My song goes dun 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 Still my favorite interview that MTV has ever done. <laughs> So so not only that, not only was it sued out of existence, so now DC owns this character that's kind of Superman, and they have to keep pushing him to show that he's not Superman. And then every few decades, they've rebooted him. There was a live-action show in the 70s when I was a little kid. There yeah. was... Um, there were serials way, way, way back, back when. Wasn't they there? Oh, and they, yeah. And, you know, he's a character like Doctor Strange, well, who publication-wise, he goes away for a while, and then well, he comes here's back. Here's the thing, too, about Captain Marvel that I didn't know this until I saw a documentary about it. Uh, when Captain Marvel, like, in his heyday, in, like, the 40s, Captain Marvel was outselling Superman. Yeah, yeah that's At why At a time so when mad. Superman was yeah. the biggest comic book in the world. That's, like, in the yeah. 40s or whatever. Yeah, it's that, it, that blows my mind. It's like, <laughs> because no one knows who, a year and two years ago, no one knew who Shazam was. You know what I mean? Right. The general people had no fucking clue who this character was. Now, Jim Neighbors used to use it as his catchphrase on Comer Bile. 
Is it, is it from this? Shazam. Yeah. They, they invented the word Shazam. Oh, I didn't know all that. So it is. That was just like a weird Captain word. Captain Marvel's been this character that's kind of just. He's kind of been. He's like leaked in the pop he's, culture. He's odd because he's not quite on the fringes of the DC universe. Like, I wouldn't say he's like the challengers of the unknown. No. Um, where, where it's like, oh, yeah, the, those characters. Yeah, I guess let's bring them back. Everybody, I, comic fans at least, they know who he is, but. I personally don't have a good handle on who he is, and every time he's rebooted, it's very different. I've read four different reboots of Shazam in the last week, yeah, and I'm, they're almost. I got a question for you. They're is, almost incompatible with each other. Is Billy always an orphan? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was like a recent thing. No, like, the, the is... recent thing is to make him a jerk. He didn't oh, used really? to be like a jerk. That was a Jeff Johns thing, wasn't and it? yeah, that was Jeff like Johns made him. And that's the one thing I was like, does he have to be a jerk? Can he just be like He's a learn lessons. a good kid? I don't know. That, I, that's why I liked the movie because the movie presented it in such a way where it was like he had a little bit of attitude and he was rough around the edges, but he started to learn his lesson throughout it. You yeah, know? I guess I've I've from the limited uh, exposure I've had to Captain Marvel, Billy Batson's always like he's kind of like Captain America, but not. Right. With pre-Super Soldier Shit. Well, he's like lot, the scrawny little guy who gets beat up all the time. He's like picked on. He's a lot of he's people write him as if Superman was 11 years old. And yeah. Which is a fun way to do it, especially in contrast to other heroes. Right. Yeah, but in the, in this, I thought this movie did a great job of pulling it together and giving me a story that I could just follow. Right. Yeah. And I didn't need to know the mythology. So it wasn't a movie where I was going and looking for the Easter eggs. Like I know who Mr. Mind is and I know who Talking Talkie Tawny is, and Mary Marvel and Freddie Freeman. I know who they are. I have action figures of them just because I was the completest on the DC line. Yeah. But but I wasn't like, I couldn't point out inconsistencies because as I said, this character's been different every decade. Yeah. yeah. So you'd, you'd have to be a diehard to go into the movie and be like, okay, now I'm going to look for these things. But general moviegoers and general comic fans are not going to dig for that kind of stuff. Right. You know. So, and they pl- so they play that angle of like what if a kid was was a superhero. And they and I think they play it realistically. It's not so much there's the big IG whiz of it. Yeah. But there's also these kids are a little jaded. They are cuz you know, they're 15. They're not nine it's well they're 15 and they have like played. awful lives yeah 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 like well, they're being bullied for being orphans well yeah. that's what and disabled yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah which is well that's what's i i've always liked about the character it's like i to my not i could be mistaken about this but he's at least the first major character to have the mechanic of the little kid literally transforms anew yeah uh, i mean because like rick jones steals this for captain marvel yeah, that, there's like a, a lot of no, there but was, I'm saying uh, that like the not- mechanic of like a guy that changes into a yeah. guy yeah. that like that's that's the reason why uh, Captain Marvel used to outsell Superman was because right. it was a kid turning into, into a, a superhero, superhero. and yeah. that like that's like a brilliant um, that that's it's like ripe for stories. That's just like it's like endless. It's like a great secret identity. It was a great. Did you ever read Prime? The Malibu yeah. comic in the nineties, when Norm Brayfogle drew it, right? It was that also that kind of idea, except there was this like gel that like formed. Around Miracle it. Man does this too. Yeah, he says Komoda yeah. and transforms, and it's like the transforming. I like love that mechanic for a character. It's like they use it in Thor with like Donald Blake and the Kane and stuff, and it's like uh, it did. They did it awesome in this movie because it's like that kid and that uh, the adult. They're like you believe that it's yeah the yeah. same person. Yeah, the they, behavior is the same. They mimic one another so flawlessly yeah. that you kind of forget that, like, oh no, these are like separate, two actors. different people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have to I watch really like again because I, I, I don't know if I felt that way. I felt like the kid was a lot more subdued, but then when he got, you know, his big red spandex on, yeah, he was so much more excitable and so much more like willing yeah, to do stuff. Yeah, because he was because he was excited to be yeah that powerful, and when he was back to his. Back to his old self, he was more downtrodden. So I think yeah. I, I, like, I kind of agree with both of you with that. Like yeah. his attitude, his attitude shifts when he changes into the superhero, but he still feels like the same character. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like the Incredible Hulk show where it's like, okay, Lou Ferrigno is just running around now. I don't yeah. see right, Bill Bixby right. in that. Yeah, and honestly, I would attribute that change into him actually interacting with this new like stepbrother that he has now. Yeah. Because if you notice before he decides to even give this kid, 
you know, a second of his time. He's completely focused on this other thing. He's kind of a jerk to everybody. And then when he's like, okay, I'm desperate. I need your help. I don't know how to change back out of this Shazamness. Uh, you know, then all of a sudden he starts to listen to him. And it's like they just start becoming friends. Yeah. You know, as opposed to forced Well, he brothers. needs right. him too because he's the only one who has like any knowledge. Yeah. 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 He was, well, it, that was so going back to your point, Stephen, where it was like, this is a kid who turns into a superhero. Then there was like the kid who was a superhero fan being able to like experience it through his eyes too. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, there was so many levels of like, this is a movie about nerds. Yeah. 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 Well, not only that, it clicked with me because I was like, ah, you know, it's kind of corny. You know, there's, I had issues with the movie. I liked it, but it's like, like one of the things is like, they're like this, they do the, uh, uh, here's the big threat. You know, they they lay the groundwork and they're like the seven deadly sins and they ravaged the earth and they killed millions of people. And, you know, these are big, big deals. And then it's like, and at the end of the movie, they're going to terrorize a carnival. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just kind of like, uh, what? But then I was like, this is a super movie for kids. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. the whole yeah. movie felt like a kid's movie, except there was like swearing every now and again. Right. It was yeah. like Page well, Master meets Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah, like I asked Ben if he wanted to go. We had a conversation about a month ago and I said, look, here's the movies that are coming out. What do you want to go to? Because he's he's uh, steeped in superheroes. The The house is surrounded by yeah. him. He loves it's, video games. So he takes it for granted. He's not like, oh my God, there's an Avengers movie coming out. Because it's he, all he knows. Every time he turns right, he sees an Avenger. Right. Uh, so I asked him, I said, do you want to see Captain Marvel? He's like, maybe. And he ended up not going. And then I said, do you want to see Avengers Endgame? Yes, definitely. Do you want to see Captain Marvel? I don't. And then I, it was one of the few movies where I was sitting in the middle and I was like, man, I wish Ben was here. Did you just confuse so... Shazam and Captain Marvel? No, he, no, he said maybe to Captain Marvel. He oh, said no okay. to Shazam. Okay, we have to okay. clarify because there's two Captain Marvel yeah, movies out, but yeah. one of them could be no, my wife, Captain Marvel. Of each other. My wife and I saw Captain Marvel and he didn't come with us. Yeah. Uh, but Shazam, he was like, I don't want to see it. It doesn't look good. The DC movies usually aren't good. And in the middle of the movie, I was like, man, I wish Ben was here because this movie is so right for him because yeah. the kids felt like real kids sometimes yeah. they were jerks sometimes they were excitable but they weren't they weren't movie kids per se they weren't and, like perfect and they weren't like troubled yeah. they, weren't, and, they were three-dimensional right and and can i say warner brothers was actually on point with their like other properties mixing in like the fact that they throw in like mortal Kombat xl and stuff mm. in there it's like that's how you use your other stuff <laughs> to be like culturally relevant, you know, like just throwing in all these other brands, well, even but the way they're they, real. They balance Freddie Freeman being a nerd is that he's a comic book kid in the, in, in that into the Spider-Verse way. But there's just the reminder of like, yeah, we put this in the DC universe. So he's a, he's a superhero nerd in a p world where superheroes are real. Yeah. yeah. You know, he has a bullet that hits Superman. Right. So do you think, the entire time he every every shirt he had on was a logo of a superhero. Yes. Mm -hmm. In a world where there's actually superhero logos, do you I this is such a silly, stupid point to make, mm -hmm. but I don't think that would happen because I do. No, yeah, you do? I do. Really? I think that money talks. But I also <laughs> yeah. think they're like sports teams. Yeah. Is that people are like yeah, people, I guess. why were people wearing Obama Hope shirts? Why are people <laughs> yeah. wearing MAGA hats? I guess I I guess iconic images will do that. But, but if, who if, has the Batman logo? Who has a photo of it? You know, that's that. Like, how did he get that logo? Well, what's weird is, and I noticed it twice. We had a Justice League movie already, so nah, I know. I'm just thinking, like, isn't Batman the one where uh, that would be a hard logo to see? Yeah, yeah. Well, in the they do the outside of the school a couple times where they show like the school and then like they zoom in. And twice I saw uh, a kid with a Batman backpack, yeah. but it's the Michael Keaton yellow over oh, right. yeah. symbol yeah. and it's like that's where did that come from yeah. <laughs> that ain't what batman symbol looks like in the real world but well that's the thing is they're trying to have their cake and eat it too because you know obviously the dceu has collapsed so you know we get the and obviously we say this for every show but spoilers yeah um <laughs> the movie ends with a superman cameo, cameo. they try to get henry oh, cable so unearned they, they should have cut it they couldn't get him if they couldn't get him why did they get a stunt guy and put him in the suit right why like but i i thought it was really uh, it was a really funny idea but exactly because they were like well we're not willing to pay henry cavill what he wants so we're just gonna do this anyway and it's like man that was so unearned yeah but, but i feel like that's them ha trying to have their cake and eat 
too, where it's like, yeah. okay, here's the suit that he does, that Henry Cavill does wear, but it's not Henry Cavill. So if we decide to recast Superman, this still kind of counts. Every every DC movie is kind of floating on their own. But now. even that yeah. Batarang is the it's the same Batarang that Ben Affleck used. This is yes. supposed to be. In the in yeah. those when they started it, it was supposed to be. I think right. once right. once I, Justice League didn't do well, that but even that's before, the linchpin that holds everything together. And there's an absent center, but he was, where it's like Wonder Woman can just be Wonder Woman. And it, you know, when Ben Affleck is no longer Batman, yeah. So moving forward, is Batman connected? Is Batman not connected? But it was even before Justice League because when I remember this very distinctly because it makes me extremely angry. Before Justice League came out, they were doing a press tour, right? So all these actors were going and saying how much fun they had on set and how interesting it was, blah blah blah, like talking it up. Warner Brothers, an executive, uh, went into an interview and said, well, if it bombs, then we can just reboot it or just say that they're all separate movies. <laughs> Even before that film came out, they had like they so little faith in it. Right. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. they had built no foundation. That, no. And that's, you know, uh, we talk about it almost every week is they try to do it backwards. They try to get Avengers immediately. Right. They banked on a very polarizing director. Um, th- that yeah, that a lot of people hate, but a lot of people seem to love. He's got a weird cult following. He has I a weird. It's like, I it's like into, venom. <laughs> I got into a Twitter fight, which I never do. This week, um, uh, Mike Lawrence, who's been on the show, who's a really great uh, touring comedian, uh, was in L.A. and he he said he was passing by the Warner Brothers lot, and there were guys protesting release the Snyder cut of Justice League. That's so what weird. And then and what then, a waste. And then I tweeted to him. I was like. I was like, why aren't these guys protesting to release the Lord and Miller cut of Solo? Because that also was mm-hmm. never finished. Mm-hmm. But and, also it would be that, way more fun to watch. That I kind of want to see more because Into the Spider-Verse was great. Lego, yeah. Lego Movie was great. It wouldn't fit Star Wars, but, I, but I'm but i more curious to see that than to see a sequel to Batman versus Superman. And these guys like, he finished principal photography and it was his vision. And yeah, Justice it's- League is a mess, but I... Th- I feel like it would have been worse without Joss Whedon. It's funny too because like the people that are out there doing that protest are the kind of people that would look at like the women's march and be like, ah, they're just wasting their time and they're just blocking traffic. Like they're, they're the same guys <laughs> that were that were saying Captain Marvel was a bomb. Right. Oh, Captain right. Marvel was a bomb, and the it's Justice gonna League cut a, the Justice Society cut a Justice League is AFI's number one movie. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> we were just talking about that last week. We were going to do a podcast. I think we still should about like all of the unreleased superhero movies. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Tim Burton Superman and there's a documentary uh, about that. Sam Raimi Spider Man yeah. Four and uh, Tim Burton's Batman Three. There's a million of these movies that never got made. Yeah, why they're picking this one when Snyder made. Snyder made four comic book movies, and I don't like any of them. Yep. Oh, wait, no, five. Sucker Punch was a comic book. No, I thought that was... No, that's an original. Yeah, that was, that was original. original. That's all. It became a comic <laughs> Couldn't book. Even that's tell. pure Zack Snyder nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> He's a great guy for setting up cool action scenes, and that's yeah. kind of where I, like I always Michael compare Bay. him. He's yeah. like um, like he's like a 12-year-old sensibility. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's uh, like... What? He's like a 12-year-old. Yeah. It's like very much like but not what a 12-year-old... not me when I was 12. <laughs> no, but I'm saying he's, he's like... He's a 12-year-old uh, with a big budget. Yeah, he's a 12-year-old with like a big budget. 12-year-old that went to Venom on opening weekend. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, the good news is that they are clearly moving away from guys like this. Like, although who's the guy who writes uh, a ton of superhero? Is it David Goyer? David Goyer, yeah, yeah. He writes a ton of superhero movies, and some are good he when worked, he writes with someone else. But when he writes, yeah, them well, he alone, wrote Batman Begins with Chris Nolan. Yeah, yeah, and like that stuff is cool. Like his cool ideas. Yeah. He but made, don't he just wrote give the, him a you know, he, carte blanche. He wrote all three Blade movies. Yeah, two of them are great. The third one he directed. Yeah, he he just bothers me when he when I hear like the stuff he says. I'm like, I don't want this yeah. guy touching things that I like. It's he's he's inconsistent. I mean, he wrote JSA with Jeff Johns when Jeff Johns was young and and they, DC didn't want to give him a book on his own. They wrote it together. And, and you know what? what? Gave him his uh, career. JSA is phenomenal. I know. That run. It's incredible. How much yeah, yeah, it's well, like when, when they were co-writing it. Yeah, and even. I I hate those characters. They're I don't I don't care for any of them. And I you don't love like Sandman that book. or Minuteman or yeah, whatever it is. Or Mr. Mr. Miracle. Yes, <laughs> they're all a bunch of nerds. But you care you care <laughs> about Mr. Mr. Miracle no, now. Mr. Miracle is a new god. He's not even a golden oh, age guy. Oh, Mr. Terrific. I'm sorry, Mr. Terrific. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's in his T-shirt says Fair Play. Man, I love because <laughs> he's a nerd. <laughs> I absolutely love 
that uniform where it's just a nice the new one at least the new one's nice cool. leather, the new one's cool yeah, where yeah. he's got the T on his face yeah. and it's a nice leather jacket that just says fair play which I I don't now, understand who, I'm never gonna look at, into yeah. why it's there right. who, but it is who created that version cause I feel I think they did no I feel like it's Grant Morrison cause I feel he, he was sh- there in the 90s he so showed well he showed up right. in Grant Morrison's JLA and he oh. and when you think about him he kind of feels like a Grant Morrison he does. character so I'm wondering, did yeah. he introduce him in a JLA and then they used him when they brought back JSA? Or, or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough about that team. Uh, if you know who created the African-American Mr. Terrific. I think his name by is the, like by the way, Michael if you wanna, Holt. If you, yes. Is it? If you want to buy a figure of him, that'll cost you How 75 How do you know bucks. all this stuff? <laughs> well, the you know, inking I fair know, play on his I don't know the names of some of my nieces and nephews. Dude, you have no idea how bad my I am cousins. at family names. Oh, when my cousins have children, I'm like, Mm-mm. yeah. But you know what? I can tell you like all five Captain Americas, and I have never read Captain America monthly because I'm yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but getting back to Shazam, you're right, Owen. I the one thing I really loved about this movie was they have abandoned the Snyder tone. There yeah. was none of it in here. Yeah, that is the brightest red this movie I've could ever have been, seen on a superhero suit. They, this movie could have been so dark and gritty too, because it's about right. an orphan who turns into the a giant opening man. scene. Yeah, yeah, is, is the That's, darkest part. When I was when we were watching, I was like, "This is not what I expected. This is so mean." But like, I but I we're loved just it. watching a kid get abused. Yeah, but I love the fact that we open with the super villain's origin. Yeah, and then. I, I felt this really clear signal that DC is like, fuck it, we're DC, we're owning the fact that we're DC. Yeah. Be- um, we're not we're not just going to be grim and gritty, we're going to be all of DC because that scene, um, Dr. Savannah is played by Mark Strong, who was already Sinestro yeah. in Green Which, Lantern. R.I.P., man. That would have been the best. If they continued that, the second Mark one. Strong I actually, yeah. was the best Sinestro. Mark yeah. Strong, I... It's just uh, the rest of that movie was he's bad. He's great yes. as Sinestro, and he's great as the bad guy in Sherlock Holmes. He's great in Kingsman. In this, and I was like, dude, relax. Oh, I liked him. <laughs> I, I think, liked him. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, think, I think, think I'm with you. The other thing I loved was that uh, his dad was oh. John fucking Glover. His yeah. dad was Lionel Luther from yep. Smallville. Mike, does he just raise bald-headed supervillains no, for kids? And he was the voice of the Riddler in Batman the Animated Series. Oh, they were he? just like, we're going to a DC fucking all-star well, as to we, kick off this movie. As we established earlier in the podcast, there's only a limited pool of actors yeah. available, so that's why we have to have the and, same people. And Josh right. Brolin is yeah. somewhere in all of them. Yeah, maybe Josh Brolin should have been uh, Mr. Mind, I love- who's in fact the oh, director. Yeah. Mr. Mind yeah. was the director? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a nice little touch. It's a good job security. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Mark Strong's uh, villain, like, I think the only reason he didn't feel as uh, great at what he was doing to, to some people is because, like, you get to, like, a third of the way into the movie, he goes into that office and shows his dad, well, now I'm stronger than you, so suck it. And then after that, it's like, what's your motivation for doing anything? Like, oh, Shazam's out there and he's he's, uh, more strong than you, so you should probably beat him. Like, okay. But I will say, that moment where he throws his brother out of the window of the skyscraper, Mm -hmm. what did not see that? Yeah. (laughs) I think it's like... DC, it's like they're finally getting the tone right for their movies. So it's like they've taken a massive step in the right direction, basically. Mm -hmm. But by abandoning a singular tone for their movies, because you can't, you can't, this tone really works. I think we all agree. You can't put that on any other character. Like, no, you can't make the second Wonder Woman feel like this movie. No, they shouldn't. But uh, I think the thing that they haven't figured out yet, and Marvel struggles with this too. I think this is like a hard thing to do is there's two problems with the villains in the movies. The first one is the villain's always the just... The origin is the same as the hero. Ironmonger, uh, Red Skull, it's always like Yellow Jacket. It's like uh, they're always just the hero, but the bad guy. It's like they tie the origins together so they have less work to do. But then it's like the villains kind of suck, you know? It's like I don't agree. they've I had really, good villains recently, but I, I think really like, like Mark Strong in this movie. Oh, I, 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 really, I like him more than I liked him at Sinestro. I put him in the same category as um, Ocean Master, who, no. looked, who looked great. No. And the, uh, you're wrong. The Harry Potter villain. Cut his mic. The Harry Potter <laughs> villain in Wonder Woman. But you know what? With though? the mustache. No. Mark, yeah. Mark, he's in no. the same category for Absolutely me. Absolutely not. But you know what? Mark Strong acting the way that he did in this movie like perfectly set up the jokes where you know they're hovering 
like a mile away from each that's other good. Yeah. and you can't yeah. hear him monologue yeah. yeah that shit's amazing that's, like, that stuff's on. great but i just i think he was cheesing it up a bit for me sure yeah, I, I. But it's I like Doctor Octopus really... in Spider Man Two. No, oh, that's, that's hella oh, cheesy. He's, he's a treasure oh, in that movie. I love <laughs> he Alfred is. Molina. Alfred but he cheeses. You know what? Yeah. You might be the first person to point out that it's cheesy, and me. I'm just like, it's oh, a comic book, right. but it's Alan. supposed to be cheesy because he's yeah. the big red he's cheese. A cheesy right. character. It, it fits the tone of it that does. movie. Where I felt like Mark Strong was scary enough to live in that movie, and anything more would have broken the tone. I felt. I felt like he sat. Perfectly right. Now, and there is like a morphification of him because he's Doctor Savannah, but he's also really Black Adam. Yeah, and it's well, like the Rock is so supposed I to talk, make a Black Adam. I, I cannot that. wait till Dwayne yeah. Johnson is Black how Adam. Do we, how do we not? That was the one thing that really disappointed me when they walk into whatever the uh, the That's Hall of Shazam is called. I can't remember the Rock of Eternity. Yes. How is there not a reference to Black Adam? There was. Oh. Wait, wait, what? There is. So the Captain Marvel or the wizard Shazam shows him. We picked a champion years ago, and then it's a guy with a hood on. That's Black Adam. Oh, that's him. Okay. And then he says there's seven wizards, and there's only six orphans. So the seventh is Black Adam. Okay. They already have a seventh oh, wizard. Dang. So the second wow. movie is going to be Black. Hopefully, it's going to be The Rock is Black Adam, well, this which is... I am super excited he for. He says he signed on for it. Oh, so oh, that, like, I'm ready. Yes. Yes. I'm ready. Yeah, but, but this movie is doing well. It's uh, it's not huge. It made like $56 million this weekend. But it easily took the number one spot, and they were projecting $45 million. The other thing about this movie that struck me right away, this is the first DC movie that wasn't Warner Brothers. What? It, it was New Line. It was New Line. Yeah, yeah. And Warner Brothers owns New Line, but New Line historically, before they bought it, has always been like lower budget mm-hmm. and smaller and this, weirder. Yeah. And, you know, this felt lower budget in a, good way. Yeah. in a good way. It had less pressure on it. Yeah. Right. So I, so I think the expectations for this were they had way less pressure on this than they had for Wonder Woman or Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Like they right. didn't spend... Half as much as they spent on Aquaman. Well, yeah, Aquaman so Shazam had a uh, hundred million budget? was its budget. Yeah, what was which, which is um, medium these days. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I was gonna say yeah, if I you mean, compare that to like Marvel movie, the budgets, two Avengers yeah. movies, three and four had a billion dollar budget. Right for but, two yeah. movies. But even Wait, for real, even yeah. some of the earlier oh, Marvel they have a movies cast of fifty-seven. Didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. fifty-seven A-list actors. But the, the other part to put it into perspective too is that the actual hero suit in Shazam cost a million dollars to make alone. Whoa! So well, most of up. that, and it looked it really lit. It looked amazing. Really fun. Good. Well, the costumes, yeah. He, the, the production on it looked great. Yeah. If you look but at with all this the movie doing details, well, I would not be surprised if they are adapting that Rock Black Adam movie to be Shazam Two. And I ha- sure and, hope and so. Great Shazam versus Black. Adam. I hope. Great. I hope that I don't really. I want the Rock as Black Adam. Yeah. I don't want a Black Adam movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah he's no. not interesting. Yeah. Enough. I want him What's as his, the villain. Doesn't he have in Shazam? a wife named Isis that they won't be able to? Talk yeah. About? He created a whole. The, the best Black Adam story I ever read is in New is in Fifty Two, when. Um, Wait, the Fifty Two the comic. Fifty Two the yeah. weekly comic had a whole Black Adam storyline where Black Adam decided to create his own Marvel family, and he had a wife, and he had a son, and the talking tiger was a talking alligator because the alligator men are a big villain. And Which I didn't know either. The, the, the reference. Yeah, they have an Easter egg. And that story goes dark. Well, they did it's it the in... Darkest uh, wait, was in this in the mainline 52 book? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that book, that book had... I remember him It had about it. nine or ten storylines in it. Yeah, because they had to release it once a week. That, and, book yeah. is, that book is so interesting because, first of all, it was the first attempt at a weekly comic. It was the first attempt at having a writer's room instead of a writer. Because it was, and it was their best guys at the time. It was Jeff Johns, Mark Wade, Greg Rucka, uh, Greg Rucka, yeah. and is it uh, Grant Morrison? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and the four of them wrote together, but the book very quickly became a totally different thing than it started. That po- that that came as a result of Infinite Crisis, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And well, the idea was here's some because all the books jumped a year forward. Right. And this it was, was like, a missing year without without the Trinity, the Trinity, yeah. which was yeah. awesome. But the book was originally supposed to be what they did during that year, and there's right. little nods to it. There's like one issue where you see Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But what they realized uh, going into it was. They just did one year later, just so everybody would have a clean slate. Yeah. And then Grant Morrison started Batman, and I think uh, is that when Jeff Johns started on Superman. I, but they they gave everybody launch pads where they didn't have to pick up plot threads. Yeah. But what they realized going into it, where they were like, okay, so we'll do the year bef- 
a prequel to all of your stories. Yeah. And what, they got a few issues in and then they realized, oh, wait, we don't know what your stories are. And if we start to say what happened before, we're going to contradict what you're doing. Yeah. So we can't do a Legion issue followed by a Justice League issue followed by a Shazam issue. So they were like, who are the characters nobody's using? And the it was question. Like, Bo- yeah, yeah. Booster Gold. The yeah. question. Black <laughs> Adam. And they were like, we'll just write stories about them. And then um, they just went off the rails. Yeah. There's, Who's um, the Than? Was it Thanagar guy? Uh, Hawkman? Hawkman? No, no. Oh, the, Adam Strange. Adam Strange. Strange yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah the, um, they, they use. I remember Elongated loving Man is in that. there. Lobo's in it for a bit. Yeah. And they would just jump around. It was like everything had an eight-page was plot. That, was that a well-received book? Yeah. Yeah. It okay, actually good, did. Really, I remember enjoying it. It, it did so well. They, they kept doing. They it. kept doing weekly books. And, yep. and they've with, never. They did Wednesday comics after that, which. They did one thing. Oh, that was yep. awesome. That was um, a really cool experiment. That was a big, it was yeah. a big tabloid size. Uh, but they did Countdown. Paul Dini ran Countdown to build up. They did yes. Trinity. To Final Crisis. Yeah. Which was Trinity. a weekly team up book with Kirk the Kirk Wiziak and Mark Bagley. Yeah. Which wasn't as good I as I didn't thought even it read it. Be. I read like a couple of shows like I got nah. about 10 in. And then they did uh, Batman Eternal. But then Marvel started doing weekly books. They Well, Marvel did with Amazing Spider-Man. They did with Spider-Man. They've done it with Avengers in the last six They've months. They've done like two when, with Avengers. When yeah. Spider-Man did Brand New Day, they poached the editor who yeah, was Mark doing 52. Wade. No, the editor. No, but Mark Wade wrote a lot yes, of brand new. He wrote Day a stuff. lot of it, but I believe it was—I want to say it was Axel Alonso, but I think it wasn't Stephen Wacker, maybe. Yeah. But they—they they stole him from Fifty Two to go. Hey, do what you're doing at DC for Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the the, the last weekly one was stuff. Bat- Batman Eternal, and then they did, yeah. which was okay. I think they did two of those. Batman and Robin Eternal was not good, and that was bi-weekly. Yeah. And then they gave up. Yeah, the weekly stuff for Marvel lately, I feel like has not been doing as incredibly well as it should just because of price point. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's too expensive. You can't yeah. afford five well, bucks a week for one book. Well, what Marvel right. and DC has done now is just all their popular books are twice a month. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll right. rotate the artist, but you know, almost every book I read is twice a month, which means I'm reading a lot less books. Yeah. Because yeah. if I have to buy Batman and Detective and Amazing Spider-Man twice... I mean, I'm really excited for Jonathan Hickman to take on X-Men, but it's going to be weekly. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. two books. Um, speaking of, we were talking about Black Adam. Uh, they did an awesome story in JSA with Black Adam too, yeah. where he has his own country in the Middle East, oh, and yeah. it's like, what's it called? Oh, uh, it's like vaguely Iraq, isn't it? It's like Kandak or something. Kandak, like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's what I was hoping. If they do a second one, is like make it a little darker. Which is, I know, ironic <laughs> for DC, but like, give it to Zach just Snyder. a but, touch. But, this, but this, <laughs> no, I think they should do this like serious, like you know, uh, here's a guy who's basically Shazami's is powerful. He's had these powers for thousands of years. He has his own country, and it's like, yeah, make this guy like a serious, serious like threat. threat yeah. It could be awesome. Well, and that would be a great sequel for Shazam, even if they call it Shazam too. It's like, yeah. Dr. Savannah is not that serious a threat. It's all about him learning his powers and him reaching out and creating the Marvel family. Um, now now that he's prepared, now he has to face something really serious. Right. It's, it's like yeah, going from Batman Begins to Dark Knight. It'd be really good commentary. Yeah. yeah. And here, if the writers of Shazam 2, if you're listening, Billy could be taking a geography class. And that's how he learns about oh. Kandak. Right, guys? Yeah. 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 And the world yeah. politics is involved. Yeah. Let's call Very DC. Good. It's called Warner yeah. Brothers. It could be interesting. <laughs> Get um, me Zack Snyder on the horn. Yeah. So, uh, two... <laughs> that's su- a good way to make something not happen at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for anyone who's looking for um, Shazam comics to read, they're like, oh, what's like a good Shazam comic? Mm. Kingdom Come is probably like one of the best... Captain Marvel that's probably, stories of all time. Yeah, that's yeah, probably so how good. most comic day uh, comic fans nowadays know him. Yeah, is through Kingdom Come. Right, man. I have to reread Kingdom Come. I haven't read it yeah. That was yeah. uh, the what the the I don't know if it's like a spoiler for like a thirty year old twenty year old comic yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. but just that twist at the end where they were like, "Oh, Billy Batson grew up and looks exactly like Shazam," and we were all terrified yeah. of Billy Batson, mm-hmm. and like Bruce Wayne just decks him. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it is just the greatest. Uh, you know what's um, great is that the the model that Alex Ross used for Billy Batson looks exactly like that. 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I met him in the '90s and drank with him, and he was really fun. And he had—he <laughs> was the first guy I met with a really thick Chicago accent. Yeah. Wait, and Alex Ross or the model? The model. The model. Okay. He was just a great guy, and it, like we were drinking, and he just like at one point he just slammed down his beer. He's like, "You know what? I hate helping people move." <laughs> and he just yelled about helping people, and I—he was hilarious. I can't remember his name now because it was many beers. And I don't. But he was—he was. He probably lives around here. To be yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he lives Alex around Ross here. is like. But he, but he has that face. Like uh, Alex Ross didn't tweak it at all. The guy who plays, um, I don't know if it, I can't remember if it's Captain America or Superman for Alex Ross, the model. It might be the same guy, but I don't know. He's actually an actor in Chicago, mm-hmm. and he'll apply to like commercials and corporate work we do at the oh, company. That's cool. And you get headshots of Superman. Yes, and it looks exactly <laughs> like him. And oh, my man. boss is telling me he emailed in for a job, or they had him audition for just some. No one ever sees this stuff that we right. do. You know what I mean? It's like corporate crap. Um, it's but, probably really good though. It's not crap. Well, yeah, right. But what I'm oh, saying no, is I, like I, I've got um, stuff that's on YouTube now that no one's going to see because it's all about medical journals. But <laughs> the guy came to the audition. He did the audition and everything. He's like, "Yeah, I know who I play." And they're like, "Who? Who do you play?" He's like, "I'm Superman." And they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm Superman in comic books." He, like, but he tells you, they're like, but you're an actor. How do you play yeah, in a yeah, comic yeah. book? He tells people that's like a thing he tells that's people. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really good resume building. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I'd hire him. Played <laughs> Superman and then in mouse print underneath uh, in comic books. Yeah, in, yeah. in comic yeah. in print. I took twelve pictures of Superman for Alex Ross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are people. Um, there are models that are specifically used for. Uh, like facial photography, which is just ranges of expressions for like art books, and, yeah. like art reference yeah. books. So he's not wrong. Yeah, he's <laughs> it's totally. A, it's yeah. almost like being a hand model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and and uh, I, I, we've been binge watching Seinfeld, and we just watched the one where George is a hand model. Yeah, and he walks around with oven mitts. <laughs> I was told once that I uh, I will never be a hand model. Oh, by uh, by, an by account- hand model? No, it was, a, it was my account person working on IBM, and he was desperate to get a ha- picture of a hand and ran down the hallway. And went, show me your hands, show me your hands. That's <laughs> I so weird. My, I stuck my hand out. He goes, you will never be a hand model. I mean, he ran out. He ended up working for like a press agent for Marvel. I ran into oh, him wow. at C2E2. You just go really home all guy. downtrodden about yeah. your hands, like oh. Yeah, I was like, what? Okay, <laughs> what's bite- wrong with these? I, I bite my nails. Is that yeah. why you? are in podcasting now it. so nobody can see your hands no one can ever see <laughs> never, my hands never yeah. like trump just hide yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> uh another great shazam story is uh paul dini and alex ross did the these like oversized oh ones. yeah the justice mm. league ones they did like six of them right? yeah the justice and, right is it are they just well they did justice justice was, justice was the 12 issue series these okay. were these were one-off like big graphic novels they, they did a uh, superman a, a batman a wonder woman, woman. Yeah, and they did could, a shazam and then the could, last one was the justice league yeah yeah you could call them like 80 page giants probably yeah, yeah. Just, you know. but they're oversized and I that used, was a really good uh i used to have the absolute of that i ended up i still think the one that we talked about earlier was phenomenal uh, Superman, Shazam, the first thunder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, have you guys read so the good. Jeff Smith one? No, yeah. no. It's, Does he draw it too? Yeah, he draw, wrote, draws it, and colors it. And you know it's what? Like they just right re-released Bone. It. It's. I they think just, I saw yeah, it. Well, will be back Comicsology on. Uh, you just joined Comicsology. I just canceled because I bought a bajillion comics uh, from C2E2. Uh, but, and I did see the Jeff uh, Jeff but, Smith. But uh, I just borrowed it from Unlimited and read it in like an hour, and I'm like. Wow, that was as good as Bone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I, and I don't know anybody who doesn't like Bone except for people that don't know it ex- yeah. exists. I will say that the new 52 little bit of Shazam that they did, uh, which apparently the that fan comic that they gave out at the theaters uh, was Justice League issue zero was a big Shazam thing. Yeah. Um, that little mini run, there's like a, a trade paperback collected of Shazam stuff from that era. I think that's pretty good. What yeah, was Gary back- Frank. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. It was backups in the Jim Lee Justice League. Yeah, first. yes, I think so. And then they collected. I think Jim it. Lee was like he, Jim Lee couldn't give him keep a contemporary up origin. Yeah, they collected it. He wasn't Jim Lee. It's like a twelve ninety nine book too. Yeah. It's really expensive. Well, what's crazy? Jeff Johns was trying horrible. to relaunch Shazam. He was writing Justice League. Jim Lee couldn't keep up with the page count because he's Jim Lee. And then so Gary Frank. And this might be like yeah. a good sign. Like I said, I wasn't a big fan of turning Billy Batson into a jerk, which is a Jeff John call. But that book, we're flipping through it now. Uh, it is shocking how much that yeah. made, how much of that made it onto the screen. Yeah. It's well, like, I, it's almost like page for page. It's crazy. Well, I think this movie is a direct result of Jeff John's getting more power. I mean, we talked yes. about that a couple of years ago where Green Lantern, he wrote the Secret Origin arc 
as the movie with uh, the red, the introduction of the Red it was Lantern. Training Day in Space. It was training, yeah, it was Training Day in Space, which the animated movie did a great job. Yeah, of doing. yeah. But it was Training Day in Space with him and Sinestro, and it introduced the Red Lanterns, and they, you know, at the time Warner Brothers was like, "No, we're just going to make it Iron Man." Uh, and, you know, completely botched it. And I think this one, they were just like, all right, well, we didn't know what to do with Green Lantern. No, we didn't listen to you. We don't right. know what to do with Shazam. So now and we'll listen, listen to, to you. you. And I, that's what I'm kind of hoping is like, just make that dude your Kevin Feige. It's like he has production yeah. work. This guy used to intern for Richard Donner. It's just that's like, we gotta start. let him My, do his job. John and I worked with someone. Uh, I won't name her. Oh, Somebody yeah. at a place we worked at who was... Uh, the other person, right? Working next to Jeff Johns? Yeah. The other intern, yeah. Yeah. She interned with Jeff Johns. For Donner? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And so every so often she'd send me an article being like, oh, Jeff Johns is doing well. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's he's like the head of DC. He's like running of. that yeah. company yeah. now. <laughs> no, everybody has, everybody has that. No, I, you know, I have friends that are writing on shows that I'm like, oh, look, he's writing on another show. Yeah. I used to, you know, drink coffee with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of those guys come back and do the podcast. Yeah. So, you know, more success to all of them. Um, there is one thing I wanted to talk about, which was the Marvel family. Oh, no, there's two things I wanted to bring up. They never reference him. They, the, they never, well, they do play with it. They, don't really know what to call him, which yeah, I think is very they, fun. They, they, play, they play yeah. with the name. I'm so amazed that they didn't pull the punch and just say, oh, yeah, his name's uh, Captain Marvel. And they're like, nah, nah, yeah. you know. I uh, actually don't know if they, if they can. If they're they did that. Yeah, yeah, but look at, look at Deadpool where he references directly Batman. And, like he says oh, Batman. Oh, he does? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then yeah. they like. You just have in, to pay um, a licensing fee. Even in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Doesn't he call Cable Thanos in Deadpool 2? Yeah. Yeah. So I I I thought they, they were going to I thought they were going to I thought they were going to cut it like the last line would be yeah. I know what I'm going to be I'm Captain Ma-, and then yeah. credits <laughs> oh. like the way Age of Ultron ends. Good. Yeah, that would have been when, clever. When Captain America says Avengers uh, and it cuts. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, they leave it unresolved. You're just like, nah, mm-hmm. we don't know. And and instead, just he's just a, a large, red, a large names. man in a red suit called Billy, which I think is pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. And at the end, like you know, it makes sense because they're calling everyone Freddie and Mary, and like you know, Mary was Mary Marvel, and right. Uh, at some point, Freddie was like he was Captain yeah, Marvel Eugene. Yeah, CM two or which, something. By the Remember way, when they Freddie Freeman was the inspiration for Elvis to start wearing those jumpsuits and capes in the seventies, which is why not Captain Marvel, which is Freddie Freeman. Yeah, but, but that's why eventually, I think it was like around Infinite Crisis, there's this big splash panel of all the characters who are now part of this new universe, and Freddie Freeman vaguely looks like Elvis. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah, do you remember? It's like it might have been like 2008 ish. I just love like, Elvis sitting with a copy of Shazam, going, "Hey, boys, come here. Yeah, <laughs> give me one of these cakes. Yeah. This small boy looks cool. I, can't, I can't wear this black jumpsuit anymore. Too fat." <laughs> Ron um, I, I was. I'd like a medium cape, please. I was surprised <laughs> that they did the Marvel family in this. I, I you see it, it coming, kind of, because like as soon as the girls yeah. always wearing purple, I'm like, oh, are they gonna do like yeah. all they, these kids? The Power Rangers. They did. Power Rangers them. Yeah. When, <laughs> once they establish at the beginning, uh, like. This is kind of a, a family, like, kids movie. Yeah. I basically expected that that was going to happen, but they actually spoiled that weeks ahead of the film coming out oh, because really? of the Funko Pops. Yeah. Oh, they showed the full line of Funko Pops and like it had the things. whole family. Yeah, that's why I don't like uh, looking at merchandise before because it's like, yeah. you're spoiling the shit out of this Marvel stuff. Legends did a really good job of, like, keeping the Avengers Endgame stuff, like those spacesuits mm-hmm. that they yeah. showed in the final trailer. They didn't show those until they put them out. Yep. And it was like... It was like, oh, yeah, we made figures of them in their spacesuits. It's a target right now. And it's like, I haven't seen that happen since before the internet. Yeah. They they kept very tight wraps on all of it, but I honestly. But did, I did like the the whole, you know, halfway house. Well, not halfway house. That's the wrong It was term. a very nice house. It was a nice that house. That was like, I would not but, be and able that, to afford. The, the, and then the also, was, it was run down somehow. It was, it was in Philly. So it was yeah, an old house that they all lived in yeah, and they got cheap. That people would... Philly's not expensive. Yeah. By the way, I love Philly. Every time oh, they showed, a great time. every time they showed Philly, I was like, oh. my and cl- they didn't. My like, client was in Philly, and I went there five times last year, and I was like, yeah, I could just stay here. They <laughs> didn't really like uh, dress it up or make it look good necessarily. Right? Yeah. But it looked and felt like a big. It looked legit. Like well, they were afraid to pull punches. I mean, there's a whole scene where he meets his birth mother, and his birth mother's like, "Get oh, out of my man. house." What a it's, that was a it's kind a of a gut, gut punch. punch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but as much as we talked about how this is 
the tone is fun and light and it's not serious. They put that scene in there deliberately. Yeah. They, yeah. they are, they, they pulled the right punches with commentary again. Yeah. Like they, you know, because they present her in such a way where it's like, she was, you know, whatever, 17 and didn't know she could take care of a kid, left it with a cop because she figured they could take him care yeah. better, better care of him than I could instead of just dropping him somewhere. That hurts so much. You know, it, yeah. it really, it does, but it, it also, it helps him be like, all right, well, that's, I got my answer. You yeah, know, I got my on. closure. And even though it sucks, I'm moving on. But as a dad, didn't that just like punch you and just, yeah, it's yeah. like punched it's like, inside and then just twisted around. When I, when I saw... Well, did you guys see Hereditary? Am I going to spoil it for you I guys? did I see, Hereditary. see Hereditary. Oh, yeah. Man, there's a line in... The, some Hereditary of the, is... Uh, it's a very good movie. It's really good, but, there but are lines my God, make, it leaves you yeah. like... I, I couldn't I couldn't sleep for like two nights after I, I saw that movie. The, and I, and like, I love scary movies. The gross, spooky stuff didn't get me. It was the conversations with her son yes that's when yes. i was like oh i gotta leave i gotta leave all right don't, yeah. don't go any further because we're, you should this is not a hereditary spoiler and i no, haven't seen oh, it's I, very and it's good. a movie i want to get to it's it's one of yeah. those where it's like when it pops up on netflix when i have a free way to see it i'll see it you it's know what's extremely funny good that in justice league they did this weird mother issue thing and then in shazam they also did something where it was like, I need to find my mom. My mom is my key or <laughs> if whatever. That mom and then the mom was like, Martha, I would have I, I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, if she just came out wearing a little badge and said Martha on her. Yeah. Like a name tag. Have you yeah. guys have you guys seen Teen Titans go to the movies? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious. I love this scene where they're shooting Batman vs. Superman. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your mother's name? Martha. Mine too. We're best friends. Yeah. Wait a minute. What's your father's name? Thomas. Mine's Jonathan. And they just start fighting again. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> that movie had the best, uh, the best references and jokes. It was, yeah, but it was, but it was fun. And I, again, with the tone, it was like I, I love that the whole boarding house idea because a lot of the stuff I've been reading, like Billy's on the street. Well, he, oh, by the way, Billy on the street is back on the line, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> There's one where he takes Paul Rudd around the Flatiron Building yeah. and asks women if they want to sleep with him. I think I've seen that. I love uh, Billy Eichner's great. Um, in the but Super like Shazam, a lot of these, he's, he's like completely homeless. Yeah, he like lives in a building that he found that has a mattress yeah and, yeah and like a tv like a child yeah. which is why that book that book was so touching it's like the Jeff, oh man this is one is like that he's like sleeping in alleys like they don't go that far so there's a very del- there is a very deliberate tone they're hitting where they're like okay this amount of real this amount of dark but this amount of light it's a very well balanced movie which yeah. i i can't say about any DC movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like you go back, maybe the Richard Donner Superman has enough light and dark, but you know, the Tim Burton Batman movies all dark. The yeah. Christopher Nolan movies all dark. They're great. Yeah. Like when I left the theater after Sam, I felt like if there was anything I was going to nitpick, it was the same level of nitpicking some stuff in like MCU movies where I still 100% loved the whole thing. Yeah. And if I'm going to nitpick anything, it's like a eh, little graphics here, maybe a line or two here, but it's like, that's pretty darn good to come out of right. a DC movie lately. Yeah. Most of my nitpicks with, with Marvel movies are like, Oh, I like what they did in the comics better than the choice yeah, they made yeah. in this movie. Like I got a serious problem with Ned Leeds, but I love homecoming. Yeah. He doesn't wreck it for me. Right. But yeah, and I yeah. had the same thing. Like, I didn't really have any nitpicks with this movie, I think, because I had no expectations. Because I didn't go in going, like, my favorite run of Shazam is Jerry Orway, and I hope they do this moment from issue 19. And I go into a lot of movies like that. Yeah. As I, much as I try not that's to. That's where I am at with comic book movies. Because I'm not, you know, I love comics and I read them a lot, but I have been on and off with them, and we are reaching the limit of my knowledge of comics in the movie universes now. And I'm like, oh man, this is exciting. Everything will be unexpected. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you know, I have read Shazam stuff. I pretty much am like John where I'm like, oh, he's in this. This is cool. And then beyond that, I didn't really know much. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I, I didn't read. I don't think I've read any solo Shazam, maybe an issue or two of the Jerry Ordway stuff in the 90s. I have all the Jerry Until Ordway Until now, stuff. after I saw the movie, I was like, okay, yeah. what's good? Hey. And it was all based on creative teams. Art and Franco did a run. I read some yeah. of that. Jeff Smith did a run. Okay, Jerry Ordway. And I just followed guys I liked on him. Yeah, like but- I, I didn't really read that many Shazam books. It's kind of like you, just a few here and there. Um, I will say that I was excited for the movie going in because with each uh, subsequent trailer that came out and the clips that were coming out, 
it looked so, so promising. Yeah. And I was a little worried me that too. I was getting a little bit too excited for it and then it was going to totally just drag me, but yeah. it ended up being fantastic. I was super happy. Yeah. And, and Mr. Ha- Mind is in it and we all love yes. Mr. Mind. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of the most important characters in comics. Yes. <laughs> yes. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the next thing we're definitely getting is Wonder Woman 2. Is that... Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, well, it's Wonder Woman 1984, but they have confirmed it's not a sequel. It is a reboot with Wait, all the same cast. Mm-hmm. How does I, that work? I don't know. I don't know. And I, I'm really, really worried about Pine it now. It's not like 40 years older. No. But Patty Jenkins it's, is coming back for it. It, it is, yeah. But it's a total reboot. They made them do it where... So they're like, not even having continuity within their own no, sequels now, much less you know what? across Wait, movies. Because Wonder Woman was that. like the first success they yeah. had recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think they, they said, um, kind of leading up to Aquaman, that they were like, well, we're just going to make them individual films. They're not going to be connected. Which that was one thing about Shazam that I was like... How are they not connected? You're referencing all this stuff from yeah. other movies. But like I said, they didn't show Henry Cable's face. No, so it's exactly. Like, it's well, he like, had a mustache, yeah. John. They couldn't do that. <laughs> they could show his chin. Yeah. That would have been all their CG uh, budget, oh, watched, and it would have looked terrible. Honestly, I watched Justice League again, maybe for the third time this week. Ugh. Like I got really, I had to take a sick day on Thursday, and I was like, I just leave TV. On. I want it to be worse. You just made yourself sicker <laughs> yeah. by well, watching. I was saying that. <laughs> Might as well ruin my sensibilities. Yeah. What well, make him feel as bad as yeah. my physical form <laughs> well it was, it was batman's 80th anniversary so i was like let me i was saying this right before we recorded i'm like let me watch some stuff that i haven't seen a billion times and i was like well i've only seen Justice League a couple of times and there's there's that's like the I'm worst making. batman thing you could go to no you know what i did not watch batman versus superman this or batman okay, okay, and robin fair. i'm gonna I'm hey gonna... batman and robin is a treasure to who me Danny. she loves it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. That's that's actually my favorite Batman movie. I'll defend movie. Batman Returns, but there's no way. Like, legitimately, I'm not joking. Batman, Batman and Robin, Batman and is, Robin my favorite is modern day Batman. 66. I'm gonna drop this just because this yep. is not a two hour podcast. Yep, sorry. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into a fight later about it. Yeah. But Shazam, Shazam was great. <laughs> yeah, I I really enjoyed it. If they do another one, and like I said, the big thing takeaway for me was that. Um, I wouldn't say I have faith in DC, but I'm not now looking down on DC. Yeah. Whatever they put out next, I'm going to be curious about. Yeah, same. I'm hoping – well, what's coming next is Joker, right? Oh, right. Yeah, and yeah, I that liked trailer that trailer. Dropped. I'm kind and of – And again, it's going to be a one-off. He's, he's not Heath Ledger. He's so not. what I'm doing with that is I'm sending it to people who are not nerds, who don't care about superheroes, and being like, what do you think about this? And they're like, it looks interesting. And then I'm – I asked them if they'll go see it, and they're like, "Eh," because it looks so sad. It looks—it's about to Trump. Well, it's very—it seems to be very based on like the New York movies in the '70s, and that's what interesting. Isn't me it about based it. on um, the comedian or the, the King the of Ma- Comedy, King of Comedy, Scorsese yeah. movie in the early '80s? But I see a lot of Taxi Driver. I see a lot of yeah. Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, uh, French Connection. It's very much in that vein, and that's what interests me. And as we're saying, if they all exists on their own then I don't care what the Joker's origin is. I don't care where we leave him. I don't care if there's no then Batman give me Superman, it. Red Sun. Just give me... I me. want them to do crazy stuff. I want yeah, Kingdom why Come. Yeah, go nuts. Yeah. Which yeah. is what they do so, with the animated movies. Before I die, the only DC movie I ever want to see done successfully is Kingdom Come. That's all I want. Yeah, that would be bananas. Mm. Yep. I, I want a two-part animated Nightfall. Mm, We're getting Hush. Okay. Hush is the next animated movie. Yeah. Right? Are the animated movies still good? They're hit and miss. Uh, they're hit and miss. I've because heard that just... Flashpoint was awful. Yeah. Oh. Um, what was the last one that... Uh, the last one That's I watched, last one I enjoyed. I watched. Oh, yeah. The Death of Superman two-parter was good. Okay. Death and Return. I watched them both on the DC app. And now Justice League versus Fatal 5, there's a lot of good buzz about. They said it's like a new episode of Justice League Unlimited. However, they said Batman and Harley Quinn was a new episode of Batman Animated Series, and it was garbage. Hmm. So hmm. I'm not buying them anymore, but I'm yeah. still watching them. But uh, we are doing, and you know what? I watched Killing Joke again, and I skipped the bad Batman the Animated Series they wrote before. And when they did the book, they did it right. You know, you have to wait a half an hour for them to do that book. So I'm excited about Hush. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I, um, I'll, I'll watch that Just League Fatal 5. I'll check it out. Yeah, they got the original voice cast back. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Style. I just, uh, the, like those animated movies, it's like... Uh, I'm just like I. I don't know. There, we always go back to it because there's too much stuff. Well, they it's put just out hard like three to watch. A year. It's hard to watch everything, yeah. you know. Well, I'm hearing good things about Doom Patrol, and I have the DC app. I've heard nothing it. but good things about Doom Patrol. It's supposed have to be awesome. It looks it. wild. It I'm does. Wa- it looks crazy. Could you imagine being like, 
let's make this comic book. The one with a talking street and an ambulance that also can talk. <laughs> and hey, a guy who just wears bandages. And then also Robot like... Robot Man looks nuts. Yeah. Like he does yeah. not and look it's like... Brendan, a, it's Brendan Fraser. Yeah. 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 Yes. I yes. did not know that. Because he's voice, in a yeah. robot suit. Yep. That said, I don't... he's in the suit. He's not doing the voice. Oh, I don't know if he's. No, he's doing the voice. Somebody else is doing the suit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I don't think Robot Man looks that good. I don't think he looks good, but I feel like it's a deliberate choice to make it him look bad. It fits the tone of the, the yeah. show, I, mean, he looks, I think. He looks like the, you know, whatever comics that I've. He looks like straight out of uh, the newest... Milk Wars or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which and I think like, is what the tone they're going for. Yeah, and I can't yeah. imagine ever giving someone the book Milk Wars and be like, make a show out of this. Yeah. Because it's like, why is Superman a milkman? And why is Wonder Woman in... Did you not read I Milk Wars? Read it's it's out now. of the young animal stuff, yeah, it's, oh, okay. but it's fantastic. Real, it's okay. And it's bizarre. It's super which weird, is but it's Doom great. Patrol, which is why well, it's cool. TD-wise, I just finished Legion Season 2. Which was fantastic, but it took me nine months to watch it. Legion, you said? Legion, yeah. I love it. It's on Hulu now. Uh, FX is doing it. And now I'm doing uh, Tick Season 2 on Amazon Prime, which is interesting. It's better than Season 1. Is anyone watching Runaways? No. No? No, Mm -hmm. I'm dying to. I just started my, like, oh, I'm going to play catch up on all these TV shows I haven't watched. But my backlog starts at Game of Thrones, so it's going to be a (laughs) while. Yeah, no, I'm behind on Game of Thrones. Um, I would recommend Cloak and Dagger because I know everybody forgets that it exists. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I like it. it. It's also on Hulu now. Hulu's been uh, really good. Is anybody watching Mr. Robot? I watched the first. Wait, couple. I watched wait, wait, wait. the first few episodes. Has it not ended? I, I think it, was, it ended. I don't know. Well, he won uh, an Oscar, so I don't think I'm making any of those anymore. Yeah, I thought that Put the Rami first Malik season was supposed everything. to be really good, and then it kind of went off. The I got wild. to episode three, and I was like, mm, "I kind of get it." Yeah, I think yeah. I saw like the first ten minutes of the first episode, and I'm like, "Oh, you have my <laughs> curiosity, but now you have my attention." Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that guy looks so funny. All right, well, that counts as greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Um, but we all recommend Shazam. We all enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, how can we find everybody, Danny? Online? Uh, o triple H D I S dot com. On? Oh, your website. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was at like dot O-Triple-H, com yeah. on Instagram? Yeah. yeah. I'm also on Instagram as the same username. So. Uh, I'm at Owen J-O-R. If you want to yell at me about my uh, opinions, go there. On Instagram, Twitter? Oh, Twitter and Instagram. Okay. I'm available for fights on Instagram at the <laughs> Brave Butter Pecan, and you can follow the show at uh, Spotify and Stitcher and iTunes. Yes, and you can follow us. I am at Not in My Book on Instagram and Twitter. That is the only social feed for Caffeinated Comics. Um, or you can follow the show directly on Facebook, facebook.com slash caffeinated comics. That's where we post all the news and trailers and things uh, that we <laughs> tend to never get to in the episode sometimes. Uh, and you can listen to us every week and subscribe to us the way that Stephen described, but we will talk to you next week.